Wilderco's podcast. Um, today we're going to have a little insight into Wilderco and try and look at some of the aspects of what we do here outside of our standard accounting and tax world. So, sitting next to me, I have Chris Abbott. He is one of our Wilderco's audit managers and he's here to f tell us more about our YPN platform. Now, YPN stands for Young Professionals Network and is now into its second year um, of events here at Wilderco, which we've all hosted in London um, and have brought together a small budding circle of young professionals. So Chris, lovely to chat with you today. Uh, how about you share with us your Wilderco story um, before we delve into the Young Professionals Network? Thanks, Sasha. So I've worked at Wilderco for just over 10 years now. I joined out of our school leaver programme, so just after my 18th birthday I joined and I went through the AAT qualification into the ACA qualification. I qualified as a member of the Institute of Chartered Accountants England and Wales in 2014 and since then I've also become a Chartered Tax Advisor as well. Uh, the whole time I've been working as part of our Audit Accounts and Corporation Tax team. Uh, I'm now managing the team and have been for around about five years and worked on a, a wide variety of clients. Most of our, our clients are only managed businesses but we've also got uh, UK entities who are subsidiaries of, of listed entities in, in countries such as Germany and, and Malaysia. Fantastic. Now you've been here a long time, um, so in that, all the stuff that you've learned whilst you've been at Wilderco and all the training you've done, what led you to uh, starting the Young Professionals Network? So something that uh, myself and, and some of the other managers in our team kind of notice when we look at our, our client portfolio and, and the partners who have been here for a, a long period of time a lot of the clients that are with us have been for a very long time or perhaps clients have come through uh, contacts of the partners who, who they've known for you know, up to, Wildco's been going for around about 45 years now and some of them, some of our clients have been with us nearly that whole time. Generally the, the strongest relationships are the ones that you build early, so something we wanted to do was bring together a variety of contacts in our, our team, some of the young, younger members of our team and effectively invite people we know from other industries and, and walks of life, so be, be it solicitors, property surveyors, business coaches, it can be any type of business, but to uh, effectively just get to know each other and, and start looking to, to build a, a network of contacts that, that we can use in the future and work together. So what kind of events have you hosted for these networks to kind of bring everyone together? So we've hosted events in a, a variety of locations. We've had some in our office off uh, Fenchurch Street. We've done some in some local pubs nearby. Uh, we've co-hosted some events with, with other firms as well, so with Fatgrey Williams and with Leighton's LLP. And generally we do these on a, around about a quarterly basis and we look to expand our network. Any people that we you know, meet in between, other events, through mutual contacts, you know, we're quite open, we're welcome to including more people within our group. Um, and from these events, what have you learned so far? I think what's, what's key is that you, you can't go into to these kind of events hoping to, to just walk in and come out with business on the other side. It's, it's, it's not the way that, that networking really works. It's something where you have to build up those relationships over a, a long period of time and, and build up a level of trust. Um, and you know, through through meeting others, getting on well with them, you've got to find the people that you actually, you mesh with um, and and look to kind of get on with them. You can't just go along to the event either and just expect to to come out the other side and leave it three months, leave it six months, come to the next event and, and talk to the same people. You've got to try and 
keep in touch in the intervening period and and otherwise you're not really kind of building building on your relationship you're not mm. helping to to build that trust through, throughout time. So it's not just a case of exchanging business cards and hoping to win a new contract at the end of it. You do need to spend the time nurturing those things, um, as, you know, in your own personal time perhaps, or do you, uh, do you spend lunch times meeting with clients and prospective networkers that you've met so far? Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's throughout the day, some personal time. So it might be a coffee in the morning, it might be lunch, it might be some dinner or some drinks after work. And, and yeah, it's, it's not something you can just go in... Obviously, the, the end goal of anyone who's, who's networking is they want to, at the end of the day, you're looking to, to get business. But you can't go in with the view of this is purely purely business and I want to come out with this event with this many, this much new business. You, you've got to go in with the view of a, a longer-term goal and building longer-term relationships. So in regards to running these events, what do you think makes them successful? Um, is it kind of hosting different times of the day, like breakfast or lunch events? Um, or having a decent agenda for people to come attend to? Or is it simply just giving people free food and drinks they can come along and enjoy themselves for a couple of hours? It's, it's a mixture. I mean, you, you, you've got to get, gauge the audience and you, know, you, you can't just always do drinks. Some people prefer, prefer morning. Sometimes it, you've got to look at doing morning events. Um, obviously, people love the free food and drinks. But you've got to have a, a, a mixture. Sometimes it will just be informal drinks, some, some chats, getting to know people a bit better. Um, personally and what they do professionally and if there are any ways you can help them but sometimes we we have agendas so uh, at the beginning of this year we looked at New Year's resolutions what what people's goals were um, and as, as a group at, at the event you know looking if there's any ways we can help each other and we, we took a note of what the what people's goals were so we could you know bring it up to them going forward. Um, so obviously we've, um, we've platform itself is called Young Professionals Network. Now, how would you define a young professional? Um, I'm assuming this isn't just for other accountants. You mentioned you work with a couple of law firms already. So, um, you know, who can come to these events? Young professional, uh, people always ask, you know, when does young stop? I think it's quite a flexible definition. I've had some people who have said, oh, no, I've, hit, I've hit 30 now, I'm not a young professional anymore. I don't think that's <laughs> quite how it works. Uh, at least I hope not. Um, you know, we're looking at people who are who are early on in their careers. It, it can be you know even ten to twenty years is, is still still fairly early on in kind of a long term perspective, and it's just people who are looking to grow their network. Perhaps uh, previously in in your career there, there wasn't the need to to grow a network as such in the role you're in, and maybe something's changed, maybe been promoted, and now this is something that people need to to get more involved in, and. We're open to that and helping to grow grow our network along with, along with other people. Um, so you kind of touched upon that, but the other, other question I kind of had for you, why is it important for young people to network? Like this overall, it's not just for business development, um, career purposes perhaps, um, not just building their portfolios. Why do you think that is the case? I, th I think there's a social element as well. I think people like, uh, depending on personalities, pe people like to talk and get to know new people, but obviously there's, there's the career element as well. I think... Whichever kind of industry you're in, if you want to to go a long way, then you have to have a contact of networks who you can who you can refer to, who you can rely on, so that if a specific circumstance or situation comes up, then you're able to say, oh, actually, I I know this person who who can help me, or perhaps someone in in, in your own network has an issue. And they say, oh, actually, do you know anyone who can help me with this? And that's 
that's how you end up referring business through this. Well, it's great to have networking events to go to, but I've been to a few myself and they are terrifying, especially if you go on your own and you don't know anybody. Um, so do you have any like recommended like key skills or tricks that you could potentially give to people who would like to get into networking? I agree. It's, it's a terrifying prospect when you first go out to a networking event, especially if you don't know anyone else there. Uh, if, if you know someone else, you've got a friend who also wants to join you, then that's, that's great because it may help ease you into the event. Um, the one thing you want to be aware of is not just to stick with the one person you've gone with. You want to you want to go around, and the purpose you're there is to get get to know more people. So you you want to work around work around the room and get to know and talk to different people throughout throughout the evening and, and not get stuck in kind of one area. The other thing to bear in mind is that anyone who goes to a, a networking event is is there for the same purpose that you are. Is is to meet new people and start building relationships. So everyone else probably feels the same way and. You know, they're looking to, to get out of exactly the same as what you are. Um, so not only does it take going to events to network, um, we're a generation who loves social media, um, so it could be used social media platforms such as LinkedIn to grow our network base, um, to do kind of alongside going to events or even just to use on its own. Do you think that's successful in its own right? Absolutely. I think just using social media can be uh, difficult. You. You have to meet people physically at some point or find or at least mm -hmm. speak to them. Um, that doesn't mean that you, you have to go to networking events. It may be that you meet them up for, meet up with them for, for coffee or lunch or dinner or drinks or what have you. Um, but social media definitely play, plays a, a key role in, in networking nowadays because whilst you can go to the events in between, as I kind of touched on earlier, you've got to keep the contact going throughout the whole year, not, not once every three months or once every six months when you see them at an event. Uh, something we've actually done is, as part of our Young Professionals Network here at Wildco, is set up a LinkedIn group to try and maintain that contact throughout the year, post articles that are, are relevant and hopefully get some engagement from people who are going to the events to keep touching between the events. So if you had one top tip as your final note to our listeners today um, and who are new to networking but like to come to an event, like what would it be? That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'd throw you under the bus there, Chris. Go on. <laughs> I think the top tip is it's just to go for it. It really is just to go for it. Don't don't be nervous. Um, just go along, try it. Even if you're you're not sure, you're afraid of it. You go along once. If you don't like it, if for whatever reason you just decide it's not for you you probably won't see the people again anyway. So you've really got to just dive into it and who knows, maybe you find out it's something you really enjoy. So when are you um, thinking of ho hosting the next event for Wild Co? So the moment is, is coming up to Christmas, still two months away, but we're, we're getting around that, that period now. So at the moment we're looking at potentially ho hosting an event towards the end of November uh, or potentially the, the very early December before everyone's off on their, their Christmas parties <laughs> and their holidays. So. Yeah, keep keep an eye out for, for the invite to that event. Well, we look forward to having the next event. Um, and perhaps now that we've been highlighted the importance of building relationships, um, as well as the fact that these events can be interesting to new people, um, hopefully we've sparked a little bit of interest for some new attendees to our next event. Um, if you've got any questions or would like to attend the next event with Wildeco, then do get in touch with us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And if you've got any ideas or suggestions, um, that would be great. So we have collaborated with a few other people before, so perhaps we can work with you guys in events in 2020. 
Um, and do keep an eye on our social media as well because we post updates um, regularly and she might be able to catch up when our next events are and general conversations about it. Um, as Chris touched upon, we have got a LinkedIn um, group. Um, so if you'd like to get in touch with that and find out a little bit more before you come to the event, get in touch with Chris. You can find him on LinkedIn and he'll let you know how to get involved. Um, so thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Chris. Um, I hope you've you. enjoyed listening.